Yo. Hey. How you doing? I'm all right. Good. Sounds like we need to get you some new headphones. Yeah. Mine's fine. Sounds like you need to get you some new headphones. Mine's getting crunchy. Uh, you still on your own? You still living the single life? No, she, uh, she's been back for a week now. Oh, so it's all good? It's yeah. like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a, it's a great thing. Because it was like, the first week it's like, oh, yay, bachelor life, you know. But then in the next three weeks was just like, I miss her. <laughs> this, yeah. That's exactly what I told you would happen. Yeah. So there's a point for Russ. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? Anything other than you're not single again? Uh, I mean, yesterday was her birthday. Yeah. So uh, she didn't feel like going out. So we did uh, steakhouse take in, take mm-hmm. out, take out to bring in. Yeah. It was good. Uh, I bought her lots of expensive stuff so she was happy with that yeah anything worth repeating i mean uh just perfume and flowers from san francisco Mm. that are expensive i don't want flowers or perfume so i don't care (laughs) yeah it's not like i bought her like the manitow blu-ray with its beautiful 4k restoration yeah you know as much as i looked forward to that Mm -hmm. spoiler I don't know if I'm glad that I received that gift of the Manitou <laughs> <laughs> Blu-ray. Uh, as long as I looked forward to that movie. Um, yeah. How, I, how was Russ's week? Uh, it was all right. I I got a job offer. Ooh. I got a job offer uh, to run like a, a board game, comic book store, video game store, geek place. Mm-hmm. And... That's built into like an, it's it's an old library that mm-hmm. they converted into that. That sounds cool. And manage a tattoo parlor in there too. That sounds like a significant decrease in pay. And then a, and then they offered me like a quarter of what I make, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> literally, it was uh, between a third and a quarter, and I was like, I was it totally anticip- like I knew it was a lark, like even going, like I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do it, but at the same time, like. You don't know until you till you do it, right? Right. So, like, I walked in 100% with the job. Like, just filleted me the entire interview, right? Just, like, I got out, and my wife asked how the interview was, and I said, my penis is sore, because he was sucking it the whole time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, so, like, I was like, you know, I'm, I could make less and work in this environment, like, I would love to manage a tattoo shop and a board game place and yeah, like those run are all demos. things that you really love. Yes, that would be awesome, uh, <laughs> but I can't live on twenty five percent or a third of what yeah of what I normally do. Like, I don't know what that bottom number is that I would pull the trigger. But that wasn't it? But that yeah. So it was, it's it's still been bothering me a little bit. Like, yeah. Maybe you can figure out what it is and go back with that. Oh. I sort of try. I was like, "Kid, you give me one dollar more." <laughs> he was like, "That's it. <laughs> that is it." So, yeah, it was a little, little bittersweet. Yeah, actually, it was just mostly bitter. Yeah, those places don't make money. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, even if I was offered the exact same amount of money, I don't know if I would have taken it because it's scary. Oh yeah, and I don't like change. You <laughs> I want to go to a chain restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> So that was, like, that was like the interesting thing, which was a lot of just daydreaming or whatever. 
But, uh, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. What are you going to do? Not work there, apparently. Not work there. It wasn't, it, like, it, 100%, it showed up, like, in a local, like, board game Facebook thing. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, if anybody's intervie- interested. So. Yeah. I get, I get people on LinkedIn sending me stuff. You know, it's not like a job offer, but it's like, hey, we think you might be interested in applying for this position. And it's like, uh, but it's always like, oh, like, you know, I have Java on my LinkedIn because that's the thing I've done. But then it's like, because nobody likes Java. Mm-hmm. A few people like Java, but most people don't like Java. So then it's like, hey, we have this great Java opportunity. It's like, I don't, I don't want to do Java. Yeah. It's it's not doesn't it's not really my bag. If yeah. I'm in a place where I'm doing a lot of really cool stuff, and then they're like, "Hey, we have this legacy app that's Java. Can you work on this like a couple hours a week?" Then I might begrudgingly say yes, but I'm not going to full time do yeah. Java. But if they quadrupled your money, you would do Java. You would consider doing it, right? The same I way I would consider it. So the same way that, <laughs> like, I would be going the opposite way, where I'm right. making the, <laughs> the yeah the tw- the four times as much. But would be rather do the tattoo parlor thing. Exactly. So, yeah, that was the interesting thing I think I really got from this week. The the only other thing that I got uh, is I'm getting dangerously close to get it moving into like Dungeons and Dragons territory. I think. Okay. Like I'm I'm flirting with that edge, mm-hmm. and, the, and I knew this was. I just coming bought, too. I bought new dice that I haven't used yet. Yeah. So. Uh. So. So even prior to that, uh, we've been doing our board game night thing, mm-hmm. uh, which I've really been enjoying. But one of the people that we play with is like, hey, you guys ever do Dungeons & Dragons? And I was like, no, but Justin's really into it. Like, I'm not going to not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if if the group is interested, 100% fine doing it. I think that's kind of the unwritten thing that we've talked about. Right. Uh, or the, the unwritten thing, the unspoken thing. That we don't need to talk about. It's is, also unwritten. Uh, it is. It's on everything. It's on everything. Uh, is that kind of if somebody really wants to bring something to the table, yeah. we're going to do it. I also decided, can we, there's a Peter Straub book, uh, an old one called Ghost Story. Uh, okay. And one of the cruxes of it is there's like the these, these dudes that get together, they've gotten together like every Friday night to like drink and conspire for like hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And they call themselves the chowder society. Can we start calling our group, the chowder society or if not the chowder society, can we come up with a, a equally uh, ambiguous, but yet cool name similar to the chowder society? Sure. Can we do that? Yeah. I want to make t-shirts <laughs> like <laughs> we got to like, all right. You, wouldn't that be? Uh, I, I, you know what? I'm totally down to buy to to purchase for myself a T-shirt that just has a reference that no one will get. <laughs> that w- we will totally all wear together. Yes. While we're nerds in someone's basement. Yes, we need to have like Chatter Society member zero 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 one. Right. <laughs> we should get bowling shirts. Yes. Bowling shirts for the Chowder Society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except it's not the Chowder Society. We need we need our own thing. We uh, we do. Like in my mind right now, it's Chowder Society. But right. uh, yeah, something equally ambiguous. I've said this before. I love band names that aren't band names. Right. And that's the same thing. That's what I don't want it to be. 
I don't want it to be the Remake Me Board Game Club. No, 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 no. Yeah. It needs to be the Chowder Society. Yeah. Or Sunny Day Real Estate or Slim Cessna's Auto Club. Mm-hmm. That has to be what it is. Yeah. I'm totally down. Good. All right. We're going to do this. We're going to, I'm going to spend more time and have more merch made for that than we have ever done for this podcast. I still want that, that t shirt <laughs> with the, the stupid Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 joke on it. Uh, yeah. Which and then a, a bit.ly link on the back that just links to a long description of explaining the joke. What what, what joke was this? The chili cook-off uh, that you were so hung up on? Uh, man wins chili, chili cook-off. <laughs> so stupid. It's just that line. <laughs> man wins chili cook-off. That's my proudest <laughs> moment on this podcast. You know? Reading the story with my mom beside me and winning unanimously, that felt good. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not reading it in front of my mom, but <laughs> winning felt good. The proudest moment is me coming up with that and nobody enjoying it whatsoever, <laughs> but me enjoying it so fucking much. Uh, so I've talked a lot about like my phobia of like uh, a fetish. Like I have a fetish phobia. <laughs> Right, like, like I've, I've referenced Those are like two sp- words that are usually at the end of <laughs> where it's not put together. It is. I have a fetish phobia uh, of Can, of like. Do you also have a phobia fetish? No, I don't have a phobia fetish. Mm. Uh, like, I can only get an erection if I'm trying to like drop a spider on my wife. <laughs> You're like a triscodecophiliac. Yeah, uh, I've had triscuits in forever. <laughs> So, so, so here's what I mean by okay. I, I, I've got a fetish phobia. It, uh, like I've said, like I uh, wouldn't it suck to like not be able to get an erection unless you had like a button caught in your throat, right? Right. Like, wouldn't that have been horrible for you if like after you read that for your mom, you could not get an erection unless you were like talking horribly disgusting, dirty things to your mother? That would, yes, that would be awful. That You're would right. be awful. Yeah. It's a good thing you dodged that bullet. Uh-huh. Were you worried about that? As it was no, going on. I can't say that I was. I can't say that that thought ever. A straight white male. A straight white male was going to like was fearful that reading gay erotica to his mother was going to <laughs> was going to become his. <laughs> you, do you often think whenever you do something that you're like you're going to be like, man, what would happen? I, I hope that I don't have to do this every time. No, no, not at all. It's it's really just talking to you, like when we start getting into like the minutia of sex or anything sexual, mm-hmm. or just turning something totally non-sexual into something sexual. Mm-hmm. That I have like a that that phobia sneaks up. Gotcha. So like you're sitting on the toilet and also eating. What? Uh, that's not a thing. I tried. I tried to come up with something disgusting, and that's kind of the most disgusting thing I can think of. Yeah, that's as gross as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just accidentally pop a boner and then you're just like oh well this is it there was a seinfeld about that i know you're not a big seinfeld guy i'm not uh but george was talking about how much he loves food and sex so he decided to try to bridge them together mm-hmm. so he was like eating a sandwich while he's having sex and it turned into a pavlov's dog thing so he's like sitting down at a restaurant and he's like this pasta is really good and he's getting all sweaty and he's like He's getting horny because he's... <laughs> Thanks for explaining the joke. Yeah. To both me and our audience. Yes. Uh, I think you need to give Seinfeld another shot because I feel I, like I've... I feel like I would enjoy it more you now. You definitely would, yes. Yeah. 
That's why I've always wanted to try to give Curb a shot because I feel like it's the modern Seinfeld. Obviously, it's the same guy. Sure. Just himself instead of himself through Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, would you say that Larry Larry David David is like Jerry Seinfeld's tumor? How so? So that way we have a quick segue into Manitou. <laughs> so you're saying <laughs> that Larry David grew on the back of Jerry Seinfeld's neck? It's a possibility. No one has proven otherwise. That's true. Though maybe he is tall. Sure. So I don't know if that's a prerequisite. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know much about the science behind this movie. What's the synopsis for Manitou? Uh, um, Manitou, Manitou. I don't even remember. I think how it's Manitou. It. Manitou. Think. But uh, I also said Manitou the first time. So yeah, what do I know? I've. I, this is the longest I think between me watching the movies and recording the episode. Mm-hmm. It's, I, it's been five days. I watched it before I gave them to you. So Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I know you always yes. take a while, but I'm usually like, I watched them the day before or maybe the most two days ago. Yeah, it's, fre- it's definitely fresher for you than it is yeah. for me. So, uh, it is about a woman who goes to the doctor and she has a growth on her neck, mm-hmm. and it turns out to be an ancient spirit <laughs> that they have to fight. An ancient Native American spirit, mm-hmm. shaman, that is growing inside of the tumor in the back of her neck. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yeah. We've all seen that. Yeah. 4K <laughs> restoration is beautiful. <laughs> well, but it, the movie starts... It starts off with the disclaimer saying, hey, we couldn't find the actual negative to this. Right. Sorry, it sucks ass. Well, it's, it's more just like we can only get an inner positive. And I think that was just an excuse for the one shot where they cut back to uh, Tony Curtis mm-hmm. and it just looks like ass, but then the rest of the movie looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's probably just a big apology for that one shot. It, it, it is. I mean, th- this is Scream Factory who definitely like wants to do a good job. Oh, yeah. These companies want to do a good job with those things. And I guarantee you they spent way more time than was necessary trying to find a better element for that shot yeah yet they only did a 2k restoration from an interpositive on the thing which is like a huge movie and it took a british company to do a 4k from the original negative which then scream factory bought the u.s rights for put out in the steelbook i've been getting into watching things about things yeah Oh, I was like, I didn't, I couldn't have pulled that off. So I knew you'd done some <laughs> research for some reason. That was, that was impressive. Yeah. Uh, during the credits, the very first thing I noticed is, uh, did you notice the editor of this movie? Mm-mm. It's Bud Assman <laughs> is the editor. It's actually A-S-M-A-N. But uh, when I was little, I've talked before about we went to the drive-in all the time mm-hmm. and I loved it. And every time there was a stop sign and you looked over and there was like, uh, it was a big, business complex and mm-hmm. one of them was ass man corp a-s-s-m-a-n corp so wow. from the age of like seven i was always like ass man corp and my like it became the joke <laughs> that it was like a way for me to say ass right yeah uh, but even now like when i go with my wife and kids or whatever i'll see it and i'm like ass man corp <laughs> like, 
it's it's been going on for two decades that I get to say <laughs> ass man when I see it. <laughs> Edited by Bud Ass Man. Mm. I just noticed that the intro was full of uh, ancient stuff. Just a bunch of like calendars and fertility mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. They're just, throwing everything at it. Yeah. They're just like Mayan, yeah. Incan, Aztec, <laughs> whatever. Just, yeah. They're all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> African, probably the same. So, I just, uh, you know, Stuff You Should Know, a podcast that we shouldn't talk about because it's much more popular than our podcast. Or maybe we talk about it and people, maybe the Google bot will hear us talk about it and link us up. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. That's not how Google works, by no, the way. I, was gonna say, I don't think it filters through all of those. I know there's stuff that searches for uh, searches for music, but uh, we should sing their intro, and then we'll get busted, and then maybe they'll sue us, and then that would work, right? They, but they... Stuff you should know. There you go. Now we're getting sued. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. A, that's not it. <laughs> At all. And B, they have fans do their, their I know. things. They do. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so what were you, what's what about stuff you should know? They just did one on human zoos. Uh, yeah, I just listened to that Holy one this morning. Holy fuck, that's horrible. I listened to it this morning. <laughs> Horrifying. Yes. I'm like, I'm ashamed that I didn't know this. Like, I, I, the black man that I handed $10 was so <laughs> confused. And I was just apologizing for the part that my race had in, in, <laughs> In uh, the poor treatment of his. Did you look up that photo from 1958? Yes, I did. I did not. I didn't. <laughs> it's not. It's not as good as I thought it was in my head. I mean, it's just like a 50 year old woman feeding a young child in a cage. It's not really anything that's not. <laughs> but that's going... exactly what it was described as. Yeah, but that's not fair. anything that's not going on right now in 2019, motherfucker. Where? Uh, the border. Okay, <laughs> but they're not on display. Okay, They're that's being the difference. Hidden away. So it's okay to keep children in cages as long as you hide them away. Just say it was okay. <laughs> I just said the situation was different. <laughs> that's all. Mm-hmm. Like they're separate, but equal. But okay, good. So yeah. we're on the same page. That's fine. Yeah. Yo, so it's only three fifths of a problem. You and I are both talking about another podcast <laughs> that we listen to without telling the audience what we're talking about. You on this both, podcast? We both said, yeah, it's a human zoo yeah. where they would bring people. From predominantly Africa, because they look different, right? They yeah. act different. They've got a different culture. Let's All the put different them on, savage lands. Yes. Let's put them on display in a fucking zoo yeah. with chimpanzees. At the Bronx Zoo. Yes. And the New Yorker was like, come check this My out. My favorite part was uh, they just sent him there to work there to help feed the animals. And the Bronx Zoo was like, no, we're going to put him on display. I think that they sent him there under the pretext of having him work there. Is what I took from that. I took that as he was sold the fact you're going there to work, and then he showed up, and they were like, "Okay, go. Why don't you go sweep out that cage?" And then they slammed the door behind him. Mm, that's not how I took it. Yeah. Did you see the picture? Did you Google a picture of him? No, I didn't. I I forgot. By the time I got to work, I'd forgotten. Uh, to so Google the, all the stuff. He definitely has his teeth filed down. Yeah. And it is. But that's that he did. He did that. Yeah. But when I first saw it, I was like, they made this motherfucker file his teeth down, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it's it's bizarre because his teeth are filed down and it's kind of horrifying. Mm -hmm. But he's got like this genuine smile on his face. (laughs) Like, what's up? I'm a good guy. But his teeth are filed down. So it's it's really unsettling. Yeah. Um, Like if he was in a zoo, I'd go see him right now. (laughs) 
That's yeah. That's what I felt like. <laughs> I just love the fact that like he became friends with Geronimo because they were their cages were side by side. Yes. <laughs> it's horrifying. Like, it, it's Had you ever heard of shit. this? Had you ever heard? No. of this? I hadn't either. And I'm no. like, what the fuck is like? Apparently, every every World's Fair there was a different human zoo. Jesus, I I, 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 like, I really am. It makes me feel better, genuinely feel better that you didn't know that either, because yeah. I was pretty embarrassed that. Do Do we still have World's Fairs? I don't think we do. I don't think so. That's disappointing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not if this is not the not shit because that they're, they're not human zoos, but like, <laughs> the, that's where you used to go. But like, ah, oh, it's the technology of tomorrow. Like, this is what we think it's going to be like in fifty years. Yeah. And it's just robots with vacuum cleaners. They didn't think, oh, what about robot vacuum cleaners? Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, it shouldn't surprise me nearly as much. I mean, we we've all watched documentaries on how other cultures live, and right. we're and we're weirded out that they're chasing cheese down a fucking hill or they're eating a dog, right? Okay, it's true. You watched <laughs> the cheese rolling thing, right? Like, I yes, yeah, sure, yeah. You don't? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. Okay. I feel like you're laughing at me, not with me right now. Uh-huh. Why? Just your phrasing, but go ahead and continue. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I think it should stand to reason that people's, uh, when they don't, when they are being entirely selfish and ethnocentric, that it shouldn't surprise me that that would be the stage that they would do. If they can't click and watch uh, National Geographic channel or get a National Geographic subscription, what's right. better than bringing it to you? Exactly. Like it shouldn't surprise me. It, it shouldn't, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's not that many years removed from people, black people not being able to vote. So why should it surprise me that uh, this happened? I mean, some states are still make it hard for them to. Yeah. Political. Manitou. Uh. Okay, so, so she's got this tumor growing, right? Mm-hmm. And the doctor examines her in the waiting room. Basically, yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the, it's some weird room that's right off of wherever they view x-rays. I thought it was the waiting room. Like, she's just chilling there. There's tons of... Th- this is they're, not like, an- looking at the x-rays, and then they walk out the door, and she's just sitting there on a couch. So, I don't know. I don't have answers. The 70s were a weird time. Uh, I just started watching. I, I, I don't say started watching like I'm going to continue, but uh, like I had 20 minutes before I had to leave one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, like on Hulu, like the thing was Dr. Pimple Popper. So it was like a dermatologist. Uh, Marianne watches that. And uh, there's just like people with all these dermatological skin conditions. Yeah. That was an, that was uh, redundant. I said dermatological skin conditions. I'm an mm. idiot. She pops pimples and shit. Well, it's more than that. Like the one that I saw, like a dude had a giant growth on his neck. Like he had a manitow growing on his neck. And <laughs> Did she, it have bone structure? And, <laughs> no. She just had to, she took out like six liters of fluid from it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, So they're, they're like, I don't know what this is. It's like, it's, he said it's like growing 3.4 millimeters per day mm-hmm. or millimeters per hour and he's like per hour and he's like yeah that's fucked up right uh so then they go in this other room to discuss <clears throat> and behind them is this giant poster of like the different like this is what it looks like when it's an egg and a fetus and all these things of uh 
gestation. And I'm like, oh, that's for us, for the audience, mm-hmm. to give us a clue. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not, they gonna, straight up, they're not going to hang a lamppost on it. <laughs> that's not hanging a lamppost. <laughs> I love not that only you did started you get it, using. Not only did you get it wrong, but you got it wrong. It's become one of your terms, though. Now, too, like you've just you've just accepted it. So yeah, they just straight up like go like both look at each other, look at the poster, and look at each other, and then he's like, "I think this is what's going on," and I'm like, "Oh, I guess that's the '70s." I don't know. Movies in the 70s were weird. Yeah. Uh, Marianne has this philosophy that no good movies were made in the 70s. That they're all weird and fucked up and not good. Uh, I, I don't think I can subscribe to that. I don't know that I necessarily agree. But I don't know that I necessarily disagree. Well, it might be a rectangle as a square. So she could be wrong and they're not good, but they can all be fucked up and weird. Yeah, they definitely are all that. <laughs> yes. Um. So we end up meeting, uh, what's his name? So he's in his apartment alone. He's a Tony Curtis. He's, he's a he's a fake psychic. Uh, he does a fake a reading. Reader. He does a reading, and then he drinks a beer in such a way that Brian Cox from Red would <laughs> kick his ass. He's Tony Curtis. What do you expect? I don't know who Tony Curtis is. What was that noise? I think I got a face. It's probably micro penis Josh. Oh, it's probably your phone not <laughs> off again. Whoa. Why would you expect? There you go. It's off. It's off. All right. Micro penis Josh met Clive Barker this weekend. I didn't get to. Pretty jealous about that. Have you met Clive Barker? Nope. You still haven't met him? No. I was supposed to go this weekend. Didn't happen. That sucks. I have two more Clive Barker. Uh, pieces of art coming though should be here this week. Awesome! Pretty stoked about that. Nice. They're not as fancy as my last ones. Did you buy them for yourself for cleaning up your lawn? That's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I overspent too. <laughs> and we have to have somebody cut down the tree in the back, so it's going to cost my wife like five hundred dollars for. For like you said, it's going to cost your wife that much. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um. Uh yeah. Yeah, so, Tony Curtis. I don't he's, know who's who's Tony Curtis. He, he's an actor. I don't obviously. He's, he's very effeminate. He uh he was the original uh, Odd Couple. Is With, he? He reminds me of the original was. Joker. Was he the Joker? No, that is uh, Cesar. Oh yeah, because he had the mustache. Cesar. Yeah. Something. Yeah, you're right. I just always felt like he was kind of a... I felt like they had the same femininity. Caesar. Caesar something. Yeah. Ugh. I'm pissed off. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's a listener. It's fine. Fuck us. <laughs> Unless you are. In which case. Thank you I, for listening. Caesar. If you are, I think you're dead. So <laughs> that's even cooler. Uh yeah, so he is like prancing around the house, and I mean prancing mm-hmm. around the house, pouring a beer into a glass, and he picks what looks into to a be, wine glass into a wine glass, and he picks what looks to be the most uncomfortable fucking chair ever made. Yeah, do you notice everything he had in his apartment was like uh, another use? Like his fish tank was a gas pump, mm-hmm. and his 
main chair was like a dentist chair or a barber chair. Yeah, like it, perfectly straight back, totally squared off angles everywhere, and mm-hmm. he's just sitting in it like it's. The, it, it would be the most. It looks like an electric chair, like. It's I so mean, It's rigid. literally like a dentist chair or a barber chair. Oh. So it probably goes like straight back if you wanted it to. So rigid, and, and, and but he's just like, he is thrilled to be sitting and doing nothing. Thrilled. And I was sitting back like, I've never once just been like, I'm just happy to sit. Like, like that's a thing. Like people sit on their porch and like watch cars go by or like just yeah, sit in the yard. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I do not. <laughs> I can't. I Old don't know. people, man. I don't get it. It's a simpler time. One of these days. <laughs> We've been spoiled by the internet. One of these days. Uh, so, yeah, he gets a phone call. How does he get involved here? Uh, yeah, he gets a phone call from the patient, and she's like, uh, look, I got this tumor. I got a baby in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> something on my neck, and I'm scared. Uh, so he's obviously like an ex-boyfriend or something. Uh, and she basically is like, hey, can, can we meet up? I just need to talk to someone. I remember his name now because I have a note about it because he answers the phone and says, Harry's the name, Tarot's my game. (laughs) But I I don't think that's his name though. That's his character's name. That's his stage name. name, yeah. Uh. I don't have many. I just realized I don't have many notes. Yeah. So the Manitou starts from the beginning of the movie. The, the, the thing that shocks me about both the book and the movie mm-hmm. is how quickly the doctor and everyone is like, oh, this is a shaman coming out of her body that's in there. I yeah. buy that. Everybody buys that. It makes sense. That sounds like the most. The fucking doctor, like, takes almost no coercion to buying into this. I like, uh, yeah, the, the Tony Curtis goes to the doctor and he's like uh she's scared blah 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 and uh i just want to know what it is and i don't remember exactly what he says but he's he's like can like does that sound believable he's like no that doesn't sound believable but i don't believe in that but i'll tell you what i do believe in i believe in evil evil spirits and then he goes on to give an incredibly detailed description (laughs) of like the per- first person was like the first uh, the first thought was like that's crazy I don't believe that you know but I do maybe believe in this vague thing let me get super specific about this vague thing that I believe in <laughs> they they meet uh, so they decide that they're pretty sure that it's a shaman that's trying to uh, regenerate himself in through her tumor right right so they go to an expert on this and this is the expert about Native American culture and stuff right he's an anthropologist yes. And he might be my favorite character from any movie ever. Whoa, that's pretty big. <laughs> I mean, it's Burgess fucking Meredith. So, uh, you know those Rocky movies you haven't seen? Yeah. He's. Uh, oh, he's see the guy in the corner. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah, you gotta you gotta do a Rocky. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and in this, he's like, uh, I'm an anthropologist. I will totally generalize the entire Native American population and saying they're pretty cool. They'll just work for free. I will simultaneously say I don't believe in any of this, and I totally believe in all of this, and here's how it works. <laughs> I wrote a book on this matter. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he just, like, invites them into his attic. Uh, and, 
Yeah, he just walks around saying and doing the weirdest fucking things. I feel like they had Bur- Burgess Meredith for about an hour and 15 minutes. They just let him do his and thing. And he got, he got one take at everything because he fucks <laughs> up about 17 words. <laughs> and it's all fantastic. He is the craziest of crazy professor. Uh, and then he's just like, I'm going to go now. You guys just chill here <laughs> in my attic. <laughs> I'm just going to walk away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love him. People are way more welcoming in movies than anyone has ever been in real life. Oh, yeah. Like, people try to... That's how you get murdered. People come try to sell me windows and shit, and I'm, like, barely sticking my head out the door. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want right now? No, I still don't want your Anderson windows. You asked me two weeks ago. Well, get it's out just because you're not wearing pants. Yeah. It's not true. Uh, you're, you're just wearing a robe. Sorry. That's true. Uh, yeah, so the, so the Manitou starts... Uh, uh, affecting the real world like he makes a doctor cut him cut himself during surgery right because uh, they're trying to cut it out yeah the tarot reader like deals a death card and then the manitou uh like possesses a woman briefly mm-hmm. she does a dance and everything uh so he starts impacting the real world she in does there. a dance yeah she doesn't do a dance she like starts chanting and then she fucking floats down the hallway but she did and a throws dance herself when down. she was chanting she was like she was bopping a little Okay, but the big thing is she fucking floats down the hallway and throws herself down a flight of stairs. You pick your thing that sticks out. I'll pick mine. <laughs> yeah, you pick. She bops around a little. Not to be confused with she bop. Uh, she doesn't do that. Where is Hanson right now? Are they? That's Mbop. She bop is Cindy Lauper, which is a song about masturbation. Mm. Hanson wrote Mbop, which is a song about nothing. There's a, uh, on Hulu, there's a commercial for like, uh, uh, I wouldn't know. I don't get commercials on Hulu. No? Mm. How do you do that? You pay $3 more a month. Oh, that might be worth it. Yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, uh, cause some, some prescription medication for skin mm-hmm. and every time I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, Christina Aguilera looks terrible when I see it and my wife keeps telling me like that's not her that's it might be Cindy Lauper but it's <laughs> it's somebody that's 30 years older than her <laughs> that's all <laughs> all right then. yeah uh so so the Manitou starts uh showing himself and this is when we really get into like the very 70s-ness of this film yeah. is when you're seeing floating heads and uh, them merging the two the two images on top of each other mm-hmm. to do the morphs and things like that. The, the cool special effects that they had at the time. Yes. Uh, and it, is the, is the Manitou played by a little person? Yes. He is, right? Yeah. Okay. I, but we should be very clear that this movie makes it very clear that if the Manitou were to birth like fully, that it would kill her. Yes. That's very important. Yes. Uh, the Manitou also uh, uh, is shows himself as like a lizard demon creature. No, he summons a lizard. Oh, he summons. I'm he sorry. He summons uh, some god or spirit or something that manifests itself as a translucent Komodo dragon. Yes. Uh, 
And then space. Uh, you forgot Hoth. <laughs> yes. The floor becomes the third floor becomes Hoth. Uh, third floor becomes Hoth. Uh, like a nurse gets frozen. Yeah, frozen right? solid. So she gets frozen solid, and then they open a door to space. Yeah, they open the door to the 2001 t- tunnel. 2001 Space Odyssey tunnel, and then into space, because he summoned the most powerful spirit, god, whatever. Uh, but it's okay, because they're going to turn on all the machines in the hospital, <laughs> which all have their own manitous. Yes. To for some reason and uh she the the lady's gonna wake up and channel all that energy into exploding the manitou and then the god so when i read the book with the power of her boobs i was like uh you just said that and i remembered uh dumb and dumber when like he he's having the dream and he pulls the she pulls her shirt open and then it's just two headlights yeah Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I read the book, uh, it was actually an audio book. Is this and a I, Stephen King book? No, it's Graham Masterton, the guy that did the, the killer shirt book. <laughs> what? I told you, the, the killer laundry book, like where the ghosts possess dirty laundry. Okay. Uh, it's Graham Masterton. Uh, but, uh, and I remember hearing the audio book and being like, did I miss something? Like, why the fuck is all of a sudden the electricity killing? Like, where did this come from? <laughs> and being an audiobook, I didn't have a reference. Like, because you'll kind of zone out when you're driving or whatever. Sure. So I thought That's I'd safe. I thought I'd got into that. Oh, shut up! Like you've never you've never ended up at home and not remember driving oh, yeah. home. That's the same thing. But uh, uh, I was convinced that I really missed something, and I don't think I did because it comes out of fucking nowhere in this movie too. They, it's not set up at all. No. Just that, like, oh, we can't let him summon this god because it's the most powerful god and everything's space now. Computers. Computers. Uh, all that being said, not a great movie, but I'm happy that I got to see it to like check it off the list. I enjoyed it. Like, I, it's it's not it's not good. I don't know that I would recommend it. No. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad that I saw it. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's really what I can say about it. I'm yeah. glad that I've seen it. So that I can say, oh yeah, I saw that movie with the with the shaman that was coming out of a tuber growing on a woman's back. You haven't seen that? <laughs> we forgot to mention the entire part where Tony Curtis goes to an Indian reservation. Oh yeah, he and, gets a little helper. Yeah, grabs an, a Native American friend. And uh, yeah, all this stuff goes through him. He becomes the exposition. I feel like we have been, as a society... And he does it, he does it for $100,000. He, he asks for $100,000, and all he gets is two bags, two small bags of tobacco? Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like we've came a long way with a lot of, uh, like, uh, stop whitewashing things. Like, Harold and Kumar is just two dudes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and they're two dudes of ethnicity. Like, that could have been white people. Sure. I bet you at some point somebody was like, why don't we just cast white people on this? Uh, but they didn't, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's... Like, I feel like Native Americans really haven't busted through that thing. Are there times when Native American people are just a guy on a TV show? Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I like It's even, not exactly whitewashing, but yeah. 
uh, whitewashing is the wrong word, but you know what yeah. I mean. Like they, they, they've they've broken through. They're, they're, I, well, they're where they're not even, just. We haven't even gotten to the fact where like Asian people are just like. I feel like we're getting closer. We're getting closer, but I don't think we're nearly there. Like whenever I see an Asian person and it's never brought up that they're Asian, I'm just like, yay! Yeah, that's the one we get this year. Yeah, no, I say the same thing. I always think that like I love. Oh, I love. Peter Dinklage has done that for little people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, for the longest time, and still probably the majority of time now, when a little person is cast, it's because they're a little person, right? And I, that's just not the case anymore. Like people mm-hmm. want Peter Dinklage because he's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's the one that's broken that tiny glass ceiling. Yes. <laughs> we were so close to making a statement. Things were going to change for the I Native American Peter actors. I love Peter Dinklage. He's one of my favorite actor. Him and Andrew Elba are my favorite actors. Yeah. There's a not great movie that we should watch called Knights of Bad Astem. Have I talked to you about this? Uh, no, but I know of it. Yeah. Um, it's a, uh, almost a Danny Masterson. Um, Danny Boyle? Is that his name? Danny Boyle is no, a director. No, Danny Boyle is a director. Danny something. Danny Masterson is the one from that 70s show. Danny McBride, that's his name. Isn't he the one in yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a movie from uh, a guy that I like that I follow, but he it was taken away from him at the end, ah. uh, and I can see problems with it. But the thing that I love is Peter. So it's a, it's a LARPing movie, mm-hmm. uh, and Peter Dinklage is on that, and he's just a fucking dude. Like he's this dweeby uh, LARPer. Yeah, irrelevant. The fact that he's a little person. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I have a follow up to the to the final uh, uh, final update, I think, uh, of the many upcoming uh, times that Remake Me has impacted a college course curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> First time. Uh, what? Uh, so so we had the story by Mark Allen Gunnels that we'd read oh, okay, this. Uh, regarding. Uh, uh, pronouns and that mm-hmm. whole conversation, right? Yeah. So the uh, the students gave their feedback to the teacher, and mm-hmm. we've got it. All right. Okay. So I'm going to read you read you the message from Mark. All right. All right. The majority of students did think the character was female, so the majority thought that it was female, right? Right. And most said because they see husband, they think wife, which is 100 percent what we said, right? Yep. Uh, then most thought that I was a woman because the story was in first person and they assumed the author was the main character. Now, we did get a few that guessed male, and that was because they were closely examining word choices. For instance, for eating, I said chow down, and they said that sounded male. And I was like, that makes sense. These smart-ass English college kids are like really digging in and looking at this. Yeah. Um, But it was interesting. I think that kind of proved our thesis there, that as you assume you're the right one because you're the world revolves around you mm-hmm. so what you read is right yeah so yeah i still would like to see a full-on scientific study of this do you want me to tell him that i'm disappointed with no in him i think it's fantastic <laughs> but now like i, I like yeah I, I, I it's a really interesting yeah. thing i really think that like there's a i, I want to isolate because you got to isolate the variables right because mm-hmm. really i you know i would want to see <coughs> like uh they're told that the author is male versus they're told the author is female or whatever, or, you know, 
they different isolate different variables. Yeah. Well, I want to see. I want to know the sexual orientation of a group of homosexual men that read that. Mm-hmm. Right. So is their default husband male? I. They're more prone for to that to be default than, than you or I would. Right. But they're still in the same society as we are. So, yeah, yeah. it's interesting. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that sums up the uh, Remake Me 101. <laughs> You've all graduated. Yay. Yep. I done graduated. Mm. Um, that was my interstitial I brought for today. Cool. Yeah. It was a good one. Bad Milo? Bad Milo. Synopsis. Bad Milo is the story of a man and his ass demon. Good. Overall thoughts? Uh, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. Like... It's not a good again. It's not a good movie. I don't know that I would recommend it. But if you know exactly what you're going to get going in, it's really really enjoyable. Yeah, I felt the first time that I watched this the exact way as I did the second time, which was, oh, this isn't bad. It's, this is all right. The I feel like the jokes weren't a little thin. I get it. How much time do I left? Oh my god, I'm 20 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it was kind of a one note thing. You don't like fun. Um, or Ken Marino. I don't get, I don't, I don't, I don't know Ken Marino. He does fine. I still see him as poor man's Ray Romano. (laughs) He's not Ray Romano at fucking all. Yeah, he is. How? Uh, he's six, two, exactly (laughs) the same height as Ray Romano. (laughs) They were born in the same city. They have the same skin tone. Uh, they wear the same shoe size. What city were they born? They wear the same shoe size. What what city were they born in? Uh, New Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pretty sure Ken Marino is Canadian. That's, he was grew up there. He was born in New Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. Google it. <laughs> okay. You're laughing like I don't know what I'm talking about right now. You know so much about Ken Marino's career. I know I know about Ken Marino, the person. I don't know about his career. Oh, okay. I made that clear. <laughs> I thought. Wouldn't that be awesome if, if that was true? <laughs> like, is New Philadelphia a city? No. <laughs> Why the fuck would New Philadelphia be a city? I feel like New Philadelphia is a city. Okay, Google. Is New Philadelphia a city? I'm asking Google what it says. Let's see what she says. Uh, wow, New cool. Philadelphia is a city in Ohio. Okay. Why would there be a New Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Because I I felt like I knew that was a city, and then I said Philadelphia, and then I thought Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried. I tried to be convincing there. It's the same reason there's not a, like, Yeah. There's an Oklahoma City in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be a new Oklahoma City in Oklahoma. You don't know that. You would, there's, there, no, there's no rhyme or reason for the way we name shit. We usually name it not stupidly. Why do we have a West Virginia and a Virginia, but no North or South? Uh, because West Virginia is West of Virginia. Uh, I'm not buying it. You could have chosen either. It could have been North Virginia and South Virginia. Yeah. But it's smaller and to the west did you see that uh some chinese guy just spent like five years and he made a real map finally that's actually accurate did you see that 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of awesome in that like you look at it and the very first thing you notice is like the United States is like at a 45 degree angle. And when you first see that, you're like, no, we're the straight ones. We <laughs> our sits at 90 degrees. <laughs> no homo. Like, like I, <laughs> this is America. <laughs> Like, you just see it, and, like, that's the first thing that struck me. I was like, oh, we're crooked. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. It's a fucking globe. We're spinning. <laughs> nobody is straight. Like, it, <laughs> but it, but it's it, true. It's, uh, when you really get down awesome. to it, nobody's straight. Yeah. Kinsey. Yeah. University of Indianapolis, also known as Indianapolis University. <laughs> I thought he was from IU. <laughs> Indiana University. Yeah. Yeah. That's- Not... That's not in Indianapolis. It's in Bloomington. Oh, it's in Bloomington, yeah. Yeah. I was wrong like eight times there. <laughs> State facts with Russ. <laughs> Every single one of them is wrong. <laughs> I'm like, I was on the East Coast in Seattle recently. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, Bad Milo. Ken Marino's got a shitty job. <laughs> Pretty stressed out. Yeah. Uh, uh, and a bad case of IBS. Yeah. Uh, the uh, putty from from Seinfeld is his boss. He decides he's going to make him fire everybody. Patrick Warburton. The uh, Joe from Family Guy. Yeah. He looks different than he does on Family Guy. A little bit. <laughs> Stop walking around and everything. It's not a, a cartoon. Good... Oh yeah, he's not a cartoon. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, he was the tick in the tick. Uh, they remade the tick. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Is it good? I haven't seen it. I never watched the first. It got tick. a second season. I never watched his tick. I watched the cartoon tick. My mom and I used to watch that when I was a kid. Yeah. We both enjoyed it. Yeah. I had the tick, the Super Nintendo game, and they had a button on. It was a beat 'em up, side scrolling beat 'em up, because that was what every game was. And it just had a button, uh, and he would just yell, Arthur, and Arthur would come in and just swoop in and uh, knock over some guys and then go back. Arthur's, Arthur's a moth. Hmm. I just got, a, I just got an update from my Kickstarter that I started to talk about earlier and then never finished. I said I was getting really close to doing Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, this story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but there's like a, there's this... So it's based off a video game called Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bl- uh, Bloodborne game. Yeah. Uh, have you seen it? Oh, I mean, I know um, of it. So there's a Bloodborne Kickstarter right now for a board game. And uh, like I'm becoming obsessed with this because it's going really well. And they've unlocked like we're at, like 100 minis right now, mm-hmm. like little figures. And there's no dice in this, but it's like it's a card game uh, where you're exploring territories, you're fighting things and you're you're battling these demons mm-hmm. really close to getting to be dungeons and dragonsy right there but it's not dungeons and dragons at all no no what I don't do you th- think dungeons and dragons is i feel like you dungeons and dragons are scenario based things that somebody's making up as they go and then you have to roll die to see if you have more value than they do for your magical spells that you're casting or hit points or your uh acorn that you throw at them dungeons and dragons is like uh you're gonna get your guys are gonna get together and you're gonna tell a story together and the fact that 
there's dice is secondary, at least to me, because I prefer more the storytelling aspect. So like, yeah, the dungeon master would be like, you're in a place, uh, do with do whatever you want, and you can you can just walk around the city or wherever you're at and do whatever. Sure, there are places where it's like See, very combat heavy. No fun to me. I don't get it. Like, so we're in the city, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. I really want a churro, so I'm going to go to the churro stand. Sure. And that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, I'm going to go fight this org. Org? <laughs> okay. Uh, it's orc, generally. No, this is a big organization. Oh, okay. You're, you're going to fight an organization? Yes. Sure. You're going to start. Yeah, you're that gonna can totally s- happen. You're going to start uh, uh, as the treasurer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're gonna oh, you're going to fight him from the inside. Yes, exactly. So gotcha. you, four to six years. Yeah. Okay. So you, this is a long mm-hmm. campaign. Start out in the mailroom. So you got to start small. <laughs> so you worked your way up to treasurer mm-hmm. at this point because you, yeah. you don't want to waste your time. Right. Because four companies years. Companies have treasurers. Four years is treasurer, right? Yep. Meanwhile, I'm getting all the churros I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but how are you going to get the gold to buy your next churro? Mm-hmm. You see, you got. that's why you need to, to go some questing or something. Oh, okay. Or like beat like up I, beat like up somebody and take their money. <laughs> okay, you, you but can't could, I just you, say you could be a thief? Okay, who goes around the town sneaking up to people and trying to steal? Yeah. So, and then go and buy a bunch of churros with your ill-begotten monies. Yeah. Obviously, I'm being uh, I'm joking about that, but that's that's the problem that I have with it. Is it fe- because it feels so open mm-hmm. that like I feel like. Obviously, you're you're going into it together, like you're going on the same yeah. mentality or whatever. But it feels too open to me. But I'm sure eventually we'll try it, and I'll probably end up liking it. I just don't get the the openness. It's like, uh, what's your favorite art? And then like, it's like I want to look at art, and then somebody mm-hmm. hands you a blank sheet of paper. Right. Like I don't want to look at this art that I draw. I want you to draw art for me. I don't well, want. I want a good pizza. I don't want you to hand me all the shit to make a pizza. Yeah, it's so like. Do you like Mad Libs? Um, not particularly. <laughs> I don't know what what thirty four year old man li- is like. I'm fucking Mad Libs are the shit. I'm into Mad Libs. I mean, do you actively hate Mad Libs? I am indifferent to Mad Libs. Okay, I, that's a start. That's a start. <laughs> But it's yeah, it's role playing. It's I'm gonna be this character, and we're gonna get together with friends, and we're gonna tell a story together. That's how I look at it, and yeah. I I enjoy that as someone who likes to create stories. <clears throat> now, as somebody who's lazy, I never want to be the DM, but I enjoy being the the player character and being involved in the story. But yeah, like um, so in we haven't played in a long time, but in like the last. Uh, campaign, we uh, there can be a lot of really cool interactions. Like basically, the thing was there was a scroll that uh, this guy needed, and we had to go get the scroll, right? But um, at the end, we found out there was a whole section that we just completely skipped, and he had to scramble and figure out on the fly, like kind of what was going on because we did something that he totally didn't account for. And that's really the fun part for everyone, I think. Okay. We'll give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah we'll dip, don't go straight into D&D. Like, there are lighter role-playing games 
where it's not like a full on. Well, I'm not bringing this plane. to the table. I'm following you. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there's um, oh, I for, I totally forget it the name of it now. But there there's one where it's just like you're gonna sit down, you're gonna get together, and for like an hour, you're just everybody has a, char- a character, there's a, a scenario, and there's no dice or anything, and it's just like uh. I mean, there are dice, but you don't roll them. It's more like you either <laughs> succeeded or failed. <laughs> you get a white die. You get a white die you if you die, succeed. You get a but white you don't die. roll them. It's like that's like the you grandma. Roll them, you roll them at the very end. That's it's like not the, like you roll them all the time. It's like you the roll grandma. them at the it's end like of each round. That furniture's not for sitting. <laughs> well, you've never been in grandma's house. Uh, all right, so back to Bad Milo. I'm gonna let you steer this because. I don't have nearly uh, the admiration of that it sounds like. Well, you th- I mean, it's a very thin premise, right? It's and the yes, it's, it yeah. is. So, uh, Ken Marino is very stressed out by work, and then um, Gillian Jacobs is his wife, and she's super cool, but she wants to start a family, and that's stressing him out. Uh, her, his mom is uh, married to Kumail Nanjiani. And he's, he's having a hard time dealing with Camille Nanjiani wanting to be his dad because he's younger than Ken Marino. Yeah, so that's the important and thing Ken here. Camille Nanjiani when you don't know who he is. is fucking hilarious. Uh, you've got his mother in her late 50s married to a dude that's 22. Yeah. Who is Pakistani and it doesn't come up at all. No, that at all. Yeah. He's just hilarious. Uh, what would you have done if, like, I married your mom? <laughs> you specifically? I mean, you know, just one of your friends. Uh, one of my friends. That would be fucking weird. Yeah, wouldn't it? It'd be really, really oh, fucking weird. Oh, or worse, what are you? One of your enemies, like that guy that like you wanted to push off the the bleachers. <laughs> what if? <laughs> you mean the guy who reset my nano baby? Yeah. <laughs> What if he I was hate the, that guy? What if he was the guy that oh, the day your mom had the heart attack? The worst. Your mom has the heart attack, and you and him are sitting up there in the hospital, right? And you both love your mom. <laughs> you both love your mom. <laughs> he has the best intentions for your mom. You might. <laughs> you two are the ones sitting up there hoping she's okay. You he oh. calls you to remember tell you that your mom we, had I'd a heart like, attack. Hey, remember when we were in Cub Scouts together, <laughs> and you made me. We were tied together. You made me waddle halfway th- through an entire church just so you could make a dumb joke. I fucking hate you. What? Do you, why is this the time to bring this up now? Justin, your mom is in there. My wife is in that room. Yeah, they're still they're working on her right yeah. now, and she's not here right now. So I can let you know <laughs> that I fucking hate you. Do you know how many times we've had the opportunity to do this? You're just now bringing this up. I've been your stepfather for four years. Yeah, I hope you die. <laughs> I, I want you to take her place right now. I want you to die. Die that she so that she may live. Oh. I got a shaman. I wanna live I wanna live in that in that alternative universe where no. that didn't happen. No. <laughs> hey mom. Hey Mark. <laughs> Call me dad. No. Never. Uh. What if what if he came to you and apologized, like and bought you a new Tamagotchi, like he found one on eBay? It was a nano baby. The nano baby. What if he got you ta- a Tamagotchis nano baby? Tamagotchis are back. 
Uh, what if he you bought you? Buy a new what, what if he got you one from eBay? <laughs> the same one, still in the package. Mm. He had to pay Buku for it because it was just found in in the in the drawer somewhere <laughs> that somebody never gave their nine year old girl for Christmas in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean when I was 13? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that when you were mad about your nano baby? Uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was like 97. It was pretty close, right? Yeah. So what would you do if he, if he apologized? Forget that he's your stepdad. Yeah. He just all of a sudden one day you're like, you're walking, you get out of work, you walk, you walk to get your mail <laughs> and he, he is, he, a, a car opens that's parked in front of your house and you see him walking up. He doesn't say anything. That means he uh, knows where I live. Yeah. Well, he had to, he's, this has been bothering him for a long time. And he's like, hey, I know this is weird, but I did something wrong a long time ago. Maybe I'm in AA. He's in AA. He's trying to make up for he's past getting, mistakes. He's, trying, he's, he's looking down at yes, a letter. Yes. He's reading me a letter. And he gives and he you. Cross, and, he hands it to me. And, and he, he gives you a nano baby. List. Yes. How do you react? Uh, you got to be happy for him, You know him, what? Right? Yeah. I'm happy for him at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. Do you, you're, you know, you're. Since we have parted ways, your life probably has sucked. Um, but you know what? I'm glad you're getting it back together. Good on you, man. So what if he is the same thing, except he gets out of a super expensive car? He gets out of a Tesla, mm-hmm. and he still gives you... He's, he's really Teslas nice. One of with the, the doors that open upwards. Yes. Instead he of gets side, out of that. Of, yeah. He walks up, and he's like dressed to the nines, and he's like, Hey, Justin, I just wanted to let you know I've been blessed in my life. And everything has been great, and I, but I apologize for the way I treated you. Here's that nano baby that I ruined for you. Different response? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah, – I mean, different response, yeah, because he's not getting his life back together. Obviously, he has his life together. Yeah, and he's been so happy, and it's and everything yeah. is great. But he didn't have that – he didn't go through that misery and turmoil that you, mm-hmm. I think, feel like he deserves for – He may have. In the, this may have caused some great mental anguish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but you know what? Fuck him. <laughs> Remember that time he came back to school and his hand was in like this weird cast? It was all bandaged up because in the summer he jumped uh, at a playground and a big chunk of mulch went through his hand. That was great. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that was like fourth grade, hmm. fifth grade, something like that. I remember the guy that was on the news because he tried to jump like a ditch in his in his snow snowmobile and like broke both of his legs. That's somebody we know. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Yeah. All right, I, we're that's we're gonna have to take that off air. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Bad Milo. Bad Milo. Uh, so yeah. Uh, it's you know what it's a bunch of poop jokes and ass jokes and dick jokes and it's gory and there's bad CGI blood during one scene uh, but most of the rest is practical Yep. and it's puppets yes as, I think as, I think that Milo and his the spoiler there's another another Milo spoiler demon. in this podcast where we always talk about the movie <laughs> there's another butt demon I think they look awesome yeah I like them uh there there's some great lines uh like 
maybe an anus is just like a vagina. That's a great line. <laughs> Don't trust him, kids. <laughs> it's, tried that. Movie, tried that this, once. This movie is about the performances, one hundred percent. Gillian Jacobs does not have a chance to be a character. She's like never on screen. But Kumail Nanjiani nails it. Ken Reno nails it. Patrick Warburton is always the asshole. Uh, that's just how he's always what he always plays. Uh, and I don't remember who plays the um, uh, therapist slash yes. hypnotist. Yes, he's great. He's all he's amazing in everything that he does. And then the guy from Get Out slash Office Space slash a bunch of different movies, uh, Dodgeball, everything. Yep. He plays the dad, and he's great. Uh, at the end, he's just feeding him cake because he's become a zombie. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, you're, his Ken Marino's ass, de- ass demon killed his father's ass demon, and his father became a zombie. Yes, it's great. It's great. Uh, I don't have the reverence that you do. I don't know because that, it's not reverence, but mm, it's. I didn't have as fun, but I but I think I'm not a bathroom humor guy. Mm. That's. A good portion of it, I think. Yeah. And I can't get over the anatomy of that thing fitting in his butt. That doesn't. <laughs> that's, that's the funny part. Thing. That's not. It's funny. way that too big. Doesn't make any sense. It's way too big, but he never seems to have that big of a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the funny part to me. Yeah. Because mm. when you see it like on the DVD screen, you're like, "Oh, it's a tiny little thing. It's like a little domo or something." No, it's it's. Mm-mm. That's Warwick Davis, bro. Yeah, you have, he has Warwick Davis climbed <laughs> inside of his body cavity. About half Warwick Davis. Yeah, maybe three quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, the dancing rat man from Island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah, Tim, but like bulkier, definitely, definitely bulkier. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's got Warwick Davis's head. <laughs> Warwick Davis has a big head, right? Yeah. Yeah. Manitou or Manitou? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know. Or Bad Milo. Uh, I'm going to go Bad Milo. I'm going to go Manitou because I feel like I'm happy that I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think I'm ever going to watch Bad Milo again. I, I don't know that I'll ever watch either of these movies ever again. But I'm happy having watched them both. Um, I, I think Tony Curtis and Burgess Meredith were both fantastic um, in... Manitou, Manitou, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, the Bad Milo, it's, it's just fun. I could have done without the dick biting off, but. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Got it was good. Dick too. I enjoyed it. All right. Next week? Next week. Next week. First movie. Uh, here you go. <laughs> All right. I felt like I was going to say things. Do you still want to say something? Mm. No? No. Okay. I don't know. Uh, this is the holy grail of slasher films, according to Gore Zone magazine. Uh, it's just old school American horror. Hatchet. Uh, the cover is just a hatchet. That's got like some blood on it. So I, I think I know exactly what this movie is. What is it? It's exactly what it purports to be. Okay. It's probably a dude with a hatchet who kills people. Okay. I feel like I'm pretty spot on. Okay. Didn't bother looking at the back there? Just not playing that game anymore, I guess? Uh, I didn't feel like I needed it. Okay. I usually go to the back when it's like, I don't know what's happening on the front here. 
uh, yeah, the back is just looks like people reacting to other people getting hit in the head with hatchets. So, so okay. So real quick, I'm going to Google the cover of this one because I feel like I want to show you there's a specific cover art I want to show you for uh, this film. Okay. And uh, then I'll show you the, the actual Blu-ray that I have, okay? All right. So here is the art for second film. Second film. Okay. Uh, this one is even... Uh, even less uh, wordy. <laughs> Adam Green's Hatchet 2. And they're just two hatchets. Uh, yeah. I feel like I know what this one's about, too. Yeah. I still don't know if I love or I hate that art. Like, I love it. It's great. It's, it's, it's very conscious. Like It's yeah. well aware of what it's doing. Lean it's, into it. Yes, exactly. Uh, all right. So here's the... So the cover I'm using now, uh, Hatchet 2. There's only one hatchet on this one. Twice the gore, twice the intensity. In homage to slasher movie history, Hatchet 2 raises the body count of the original. Hmm. So, oh, the bottom has spoilers. It says Victor Crowley lives. Mm. <laughs> Are you shocked that the horror <laughs> villain might not have actually died in the first one? What, what if? What if it's like Saw and it's like, it was his protege, not him. I guess it's tr- it it's could spoilers. be spoilers. Like that just straight up tells you no, it's him. Mm-hmm. He did it, but he's doing it again. Bigger, longer, uncut. Justin, what else you got for us? That's that was a penis joke. 